Wellness for Real is sponsored by Iron Flask. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you guys know how much I love Iron Flask products. Their 64 ounce wide mouth straw top water bottle is forever my number one must have for my wellness journey. It makes slaying my water goals so much easier and it makes it cute to be honest. Having a high quality BPA free 18-8 stainless steel vacuum insulated double walled water bottle ensures that my water stays cold for up to 24 hours which for me is a must. I also love their overall passion and will to better the environment and cut down on plastic use. They make bottles from 12 ounce sizes all the way up to 128 ounce sizes in so many different styles and colors. I also love that they have straw tops, flip tops, screw tops, and narrow or wide mouth bottles. They really make something for everyone's lifestyle. Beyond just water bottles, they also make amazing high quality tumblers, coffee mugs, food jars, and they offer extra accessories to almost all of their products. One of my personal favorite accessories is the paracord handle. You guys, it comes in so many cute colors to match your bottle, and it's awesome for adventures because of its built-in compass and fire starter. Iron Flask even offers a lifetime warranty against manufacturer defects and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. You really can't beat that. Their customer service is legit the best quality along with their value for price and customer satisfaction. Check them out for yourself at www.ironflask.com and use the code wellness10 to save 10% on your purchase. And remember, you got this. Thank you guys so much for bearing with me while we are figuring out the live summer series. This week, I forgot to start recording until about 15 minutes in. So I did have to get a little creative with this episode and splicing it together in the beginning. So just bear with me. And if you are tuning in live on Instagram for our live recordings, thank you guys so much. It is so fun. I will be back this Sunday, July 18th with Justin's Journey. So make sure you tune in for that. And uh, yeah, let's enjoy this episode with My Busy Kitchen. Again, just bear with me, y'all. The sound will get better. I promise. Morning, bitches, and welcome to Wellness for Real. It's girl, Marlena, and we are back with the live summer series. And today's guest is my busy kitchen. It is what it is. Biz, you're back. I'm so excited. What's up? Hey! How Good are you? Bitches. Yes! I love it. This is wearing some of my merch. Check out the Slay Shack on Etsy. That's where you can get your awesome custom shirt. How's your summer going? It's good. It's flying by. I cannot believe it is already like almost the middle of July already. That's insane. I know. And for us in the Midwest, it's like, this is all we get. I know. Exactly. And then it's like, today was 66. And I'm like, I'm I'm happy with that, though. So yeah. I, don't, I don't like the heat. So this is kind of my... my uh, sweet spot, so I don't care. But I know people are like, "What about swimming and stuff?" I was like, eh, "That's fine." <laughs> Swimming's only nice if you actually have a pool, but then if you have a pool, you have to take care of it. So exactly, right. <laughs> and doing that in the Midwest is not worth it. Not fun. No, <laughs> not at all. 
so what do you have going on? I saw you've been doing cooking classes. Like, you've been booked and busy. Yeah. And last time we talked to you, you literally had just quit your job. I did, yeah. So, um, and I'm not even sure we were able to talk about it then. I think that might have been just between you and I because yeah. um, I hadn't really, I mean, I, I, t- I told my immediate bosses. But, um, yeah, that was, like, last October, was it, I think, when we talked? Yeah, in November, so. yeah. And, um, yeah, it was kind of weird because... I mean, I gave him like, you know, a few months notice. I, I worked to the end of the year, but because we were working remotely, it was just like, um, and I trained somebody for three weeks before I left, you know, I felt comfortable, you know, like handing off my desk to somebody else. But, um, that last day, um, I was just like, I was ready to clock out and I was just like, I guess I'm going to shut my laptop. And that was it. Like, no, you know, that I, no one was here like, okay, good luck for anything. I was like, at least you could have done like like a, a no going a, away party or zoom or ha- nothing zoom happy hours something like that we could have just jumped on but nope it was just like see a biz i was like peace out and then the very next day my boss called me asking about some something that happened and he's and i go jay i'm like i don't work there anymore and he's like oh he goes is that a hard pass i'm like you know a hard stop and i was like yeah it's a hard stop that's all it's all she wrote so that's, that's wow it. wow yeah. well good for you for sticking up for yourself because yeah you know it's it, it was kind of scary to, to begin with but I knew um I, I'm kind of the type of person that jumps in with two feet and then figures it out later kind of thing I mean I kind of had my act together but it's either you have to you, I could have thought about it for just for years and years and then I'd be retiring from a day job that I've not been happy with for a very long time so I was just like you just got to go for it and so far so good knock on wood it's been good 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 we love to see it we love to see all the success you're having it's just been amazing so thank you um, so with that I'm kind of the same way like I just go for shit like even starting this podcast like I know anything about podcasting I'm still learning yeah. um but just go for it right but I think people confuse that for like they think that you're like confident in every step of the way and that you don't have any doubt um, so do you want to kind of talk about that? Like, did you have that like imposter syndrome and like kind of going into this full-time blogging? Yeah. You know, part of it is because I don't understand that. Like, luckily I've got my brother in my back pocket, but he's like a huge executive at Apple and he's like one of their top designer web designers and, um, programmers that designer, he's a programmer. Um, so for me to like pull him away to, to help me with my blog is like, I'm trying not to do that. You know, and so I had set aside some money. I was like, I needed to revamp my my website to make it a little. And so I hired a company and they basically built me like what I wanted. And I was like, oh, my God, it looks amazing. And then they're like, here's the here's the invoice. And I was all the stuff. And they basically handed me an empty shell. It was like they didn't push any of my stuff over the way it should. Like I've changed themes before on, on my website, but. I needed somebody to, to put things where I needed, you know, I didn't have that expertise to know how to do that, which is why I hired them. And yeah. it was just back and forth, back and forth. And after like three weeks, I was like, God damn it. I'm like, I gotta ask my brother, you know, can he just jump in? And like, when I was reading some of the, the back and forth emails, I was like, I don't even know what the hell they're talking about. Like <laughs> any of that stuff. But he saved the day. So he, he, he figured out everything's going to be fine. Hopefully this week it'll, it'll go live. But, um, yeah, that's kind of the thing. And then it kind of made me think like, you know, like I wasn't, not that I wasn't smart enough, but it's a, then a bunch of people said, it's like, you can't expect to be good at everything. So just, 
you know, and that's what I was trying to avoid. I was like, I thought I did my due diligence and hiring this company and all this stuff. And, you know, it is what it is. It, it all, it's going to work out in the end, but, um, but that's just the thing. It's a learning curve with anything. So now that I have the flexibility of working for myself, I kind of have to block schedule my time. So I'm not like constantly cooking in the kitchen just for me, you know, and just give it to the neighbors. Um, so a lot of stuff is behind the scenes that you guys don't see with SEO and just figuring all that stuff out with my blog. Um, but um, Friday is my like my learn day. And so I'll just watch YouTube videos, figure out like if I'm trying to learn something, that's how I'm a visual learner anyway. So, um, and that, that's, you know, it's, it's, it's going to get there. I, I didn't expect that I was going to all of a sudden be like proficient at everything just because I quit my day job, you know, that, that wasn't going to happen. It's like, bitch, you've been doing this since 2008 and it's 2021. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Like, yeah, just cause you quit your job doesn't mean that all of a sudden you're just like, like, you know, whatever, but I'm happy that I have the flexibility to, to learn and spend time and dedicate time to do that and still have a normal kind of life, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. And you're such a great example of someone who just like really never gave up on their dream because you've been doing this for a long time and it took you a long, a long time to get to where you are. And if you haven't listened to Biz, uh, Biz's first appearance on our show, go back and listen to that because you talk a lot about that on there. So mm-hmm. we won't make you talk about that again. Um but I think that, again, people have that perception that you just kind of started doing this and you're just, boom, successful. Yeah, and it's, you are, yeah. Yeah, wow, I just found you, so this must have been easy for you. And it's like, yeah. no, 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 you missed no. everything before that. Mm-hmm. Um, so what year did you actually start your blog? Uh, 2008. Okay. So, um, and really, I only started it because I thought uh, I had a grandparent that died and we found a diary. And I thought, oh, my God, I'm going to have, like, such insight to her life and this is going to be amazing. And so I open it up and it says, um, it was chilly. I made chicken. We played bridge. And I was like, that didn't tell me fucking anything. Like what, what, what about that? So then I was like, well, if I have a blog, then I'd like my future grandkids. I started when I was 40. I'm, I'm, I'm 53. So I thought they could learn, like read about my life pretty much every day. So I blogged pretty much every day, Monday through Friday, until maybe it like was in last November, I broke my blog for a little bit and it kept on spitting out reminders to that I had a new blog post like every 15 minutes and people like make it stop. I'm like, I'm sorry. So until then I had pretty much blogged, you know, um, five days a week for over like 10 years, 10, 11 years. And, um, then, um, so, so far I think my daughter and her husband don't want kids and my stepson and his wife have been married for, 10 years they don't want kids it's totally fine but I was like um your dogs can't read and that's what it was for but anyway so then it just morphed into just you know recipes and stuff like that and and the, the longer um I, I kind of think that blogs are coming kind of passe because people just want video and quick and all that stuff like that so now it's been for the last probably six or seven months it's just like a placeholder for recipes now you know I have a little verb but I'll do the jump to recipe because sometimes no one wants to know that you you know this is inspired by your grandma's cherry pie recipe you know like stuff like that you know like whereas before like I I would read blogs like a newspaper you know back in the day and I just think that's uh no longer now we've got TikTok and you know, all the reels and IGTV and all that stuff. Um, it, yeah, I was going to ask, are you, are you on TikTok yet, Vince? I feel like you would do amazing on TikTok. I just started putting it going on TikTok. Actually, my my Instagram manager, she had me, we were at a hotel, we had a late d- dinner reservation. She's like, let's do it. And um, 
I, it was like, um, I did some things like, I can take your man if, you, if I want to. <laughs> oh my God. It was so horrible. And I was like, I was I'm like, I'm going to have to find you. Oh my God. Well, so, and I couldn't remember. And then I was like, I'm not doing that again. I'm not going to do that stuff. I'd rather do recipes. And then I couldn't yeah. remember what, what my login is. So it's my busy kitchen. I think Dash, something okay. like that. And I've just got some videos out there. Uh, nothing fancy or anything. But yeah, that's just the thing. It's like, it's one more thing to add to my plate, you know? So I'm trying yeah. to work smarter, not harder. So trying to figure out how to make content work for different streams. Like Weight Watchers Connect is completely different. Um, you know, all the different, you know, some people are on Facebook or never on Instagram, you know, um, it's just, it's just a lot. <laughs> I just I'm realized not, I, didn't, I didn't start the Zoom recording. That was oh, amateur of me. <laughs> oh my god! Um, so you've also been hosting like cooking classes, right? Yeah. So my daughter and I um, are doing uh, online cooking classes, and they're so much fun. My daughter is hilarious. Um, she swears just as much as me. I'm like, I don't know where you got where you got that from. Like, what what's happening? Um, but when she was, our classes are mostly on Wednesdays and then we do one a month on a weekend. And, but when she was in high school, we used to do, uh, hanging with Hannah on Wednesdays and she, just, she and I would do anything on Wednesday, whatever she wanted. If it was going out to a movie, out to dinner, uh, sometimes go to the gym and go to the pool, whatever it was. So I just kind of like that idea that hanging with Hannah now that, I mean, she's almost 30, you know? So, um, I love that. Are you guys yeah. closer now that she's living elsewhere? Do you feel like your relationship uh, is growing? I actually think that we're, we're just about the same. I mean, we're, I mean, we text each other pretty much, you know, I like to give her bathroom selfies in the morning when I'm like, you know, going Aww. to the bathroom. Uh, usually it was at the office, but now it's just in my bathroom. <laughs> I love um, that. Yeah. So it's kind of funny. So yeah. So our classes, um, we do four a month. And it's, if you want to be a member, it's $40 a month, $10 a class saves you 50, 50%. And all of our videos are on demand. So every class we've done so far, so I think there's 10 of them, or maybe we just had our ninth one. Um, all the videos are there. So it doesn't really remember, it doesn't really matter when you become a member, but you okay. have access to all that stuff. And it's just a great, you know, I just can't have all my income streams into one basket. Yeah. So it's just kind of having different streams of revenue and, um, and it's been a lot of fun. So I think right now we're up to, we have almost 40 members, I think. So that's kind of fun. And uh, we've had, I think, five of those 40 members who've not missed a single class in, wow. in that in nine, nine weeks. So, and we're getting better. I mean, like, same thing. It's like, we didn't know what we were doing before. I didn't record one whole episode. So then my brother and I, re he was in town. I was like, how would you like to make chicken bouillonnaise with me? So I have a video for people to watch again. And that was funny. So we did that and just kind of learning. And then one of the things we didn't do is, so we have like the, our, my phone is like the spotlight, but then Hannah would like moderate and, you know, in the chat and stuff like that. But what we didn't do is turn off the volume on the computer. So every time she typed, it was like, <laughs> yeah, things you don't realize, right? Like even doing this live summer series, like there's, I'm learning a lot. And today I'm like, I was so ready. And then I for forgot to start recording at the beginning, but it's like, you just got to keep going and you figure exactly. it out as you go. Right. It's, it's going to be fine. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, and I mean, it, there's worse world problems out there. It's like, it doesn't right. really matter. It's all good. Yeah. Um, and this is and your passion, right? So it's like, it's supposed to be fun, but it's yeah. also a lot of work, right? And that's something we kind of talked about before we came on here. Mm -hmm. I don't think people realize how much work goes into everything that you're doing right now. Everything. So do you want to walk us through like what a typical week looks like for you? Yeah. So, um, so when I, when I work with brands, I call it, they're called campaigns. So it's like, I, um, 
get what I, uh, what is asked of me the month of July for this month, particularly. So some might say, okay, for X amount of dollars, we want a five story set and then an organic mention later on in the month. So let's just say if this isn't, this is, this is not sponsored, but let's just say, let's just say it's Mike's hot honey, whatever. Yeah. So I do my five story set. And then, so I have my calendar out and I try to space it out. So it's not like, so spammy, but everything I talk about is shit that I use. I would never not talk, you know, like if I start selling tires or like, you know, (laughs) um, candles or something like something that's out of my wheelhouse, I would never do that. Um, and and I'm sure you get a lot of stuff that, that you're, followers don't even see, right? Oh my like, God. Yeah. I had to turn down a $5,000 grill and I put it on wow. my vision. I've put it on my vision board. That's how much I wanted it. And then they reached out to me. I was like, it's Heston by Aspire. And I was like, fuck yeah. I'm like, I'm going to do this. And then the ask was too much. So they run for an exchange for $5,000. They wanted me to post so that this was like back in, let's say March when I got offered it, I, they wanted like 20 mentions towards the, till the end of the year, which you don't think that sounds like a lot, but if you look on my, my feed on Instagram, like every seventh post would be this $5,000 grill that no one can afford. You right. Know? Like, right. Exactly. Yeah. And so I was just like, oh my God. And I, my house isn't a $5,000 grill house either, you know? So it's like, I had to like bring it down a notch and I was like, just don't just get your, your Weber grill, <laughs> pay for it yourself. And it's fine. Um, yeah. And there's been like vegan ramen. There's like been lots of food that I don't like, and I just have to dis- decline and say, no, thank you. Um, so once I have all my campaigns, then I s- put it on my calendar and then space it out. So I kind of know. So like every day, like that, I, I just showed um, her my, uh, there's my, my board right there, right there. Calendar is stacked. Yeah. It's my, it's my HQ. Um, (laughs) I'm like, I'm total old school. I like pen and paper. Um, and, uh, so yeah, just everything's down there. So like tomorrow, for example, my newsletters do tomorrow. So I'll work on that. Um, and that's the beauty of like working for myself too. I have a foot doctor appointment. If I had worked downtown, I would have to take the whole day off because I live so far away from downtown. My commute is three hours. So even if I had a doctor's appointment at say like 10, yeah. um, I would have to maybe make the one o'clock train, which gets me downtown at two 30 to work till five and then come back home, you know? So I, so I literally have to take a vacation day just for a, a routine doctor appointment. Right. And so, um, yeah. And then I'm, uh, I have a date with my uh, son-in-law tomorrow. There's a, um, restaurant that's opening up in a couple towns over, um, that's having a media, uh, event and it's a plus one and it's a barbecue place. And my son-in-law loves barbecue. So I was like, Jacob, you want to go with your mother-in-law? <laughs> So he's picking me up tomorrow. So that's, that's going to be fun. Um, so yeah, mostly typically though, Mondays are my, like my admin day. I like do a lot of behind the scenes, uh, with my blog, um, Tuesday, Wednesday is like recipe developing, um, cookbook. Um, my next cookbook is coming out. I'm pushing for November 1st, but it might be December 1st, depending on how quickly I can turn around. Cause like the more I do it, the more it, bigger it's getting. And I'm just like, Oh my God, girl, stop, you know, like <laughs> just, just stop. (laughs) So, um, and that one's going to be cooking for one, not meaning that you live alone or anything, but sometimes your family doesn't want to eat the same way you do. And maybe you just want to make something. And it's also going to be, um, like say, uh, chuck roast is on sale and you could buy a three pound chuck roast for let's say $6 or something like that. It's like, if you live by yourself, you'd be like, 
I would never buy that because what, what am I going to do? So I'm going to show you how you take that morph it into five other meals throughout the week. And so then you can kind of shop your sale paper. So later on, when you've got the cookbook at home, shop your sale paper and you're like, Oh, Chuck roast is on sale. Then you can go back to my cookbook and say, okay, I can make these meals. And they're super simple. They're not, nothing, you know, uh, you know, I'm not going to have you forage for ramps in your backyard or, you know, uh, rehydrate mushrooms or anything like that. It's just super, like super classic, um, easy things that I think that people can kind of get overwhelmed about being in the kitchen all the time. Cause especially in the summer, it's like, no one wants to like you know, not like the winter where you're like, oh, I'm going to make a hearty stew and make bread and heat my kitchen up and stuff like that. No one wants that. So um, I think it's going to turn out pretty good. Absolutely. And uh, is that Shy City Grammy? Is that how I say your name? Oh, says, yeah. Cooking for one will be great for college students. Yeah. So that Absolutely. can be great for so many people. And like so yeah. often I know in my house, often I make myself a different meal that I make my husband and the kid. So yep. Um, exactly. Yeah, it could be super useful. And mm -hmm. obviously you could turn those one meals into meals for two. Just yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It doesn't have to be complicated and obviously yeah. you can do it times it by four or whatever, but, um, I'm, I'm really good about, um, shopping my sale paper. That's really how you save money at the grocery store and yeah. only buy and only buying what you need. Cause I think that that's a, a hard thing sometimes, um, for me, like I, even if chicken's on sale for like a nine, a dollar 99, you got to buy the mega pack and then you come home with four pounds of chicken and then you wrap the four pounds of chicken up and you put it in your freezer. And then nine months later, you're like, is this even good anymore or not? Where if it might be just be better to spend the extra dollar to buy one chicken, big chicken breast behind the butcher counter and use it that week. And then you're done. There's no waste. There's no anything. I, that's what, like one of my things for 2021 was to not have less waste. Cause even living by myself, sometimes I clean up the refrigerator. And I was like, God damn it. Like I just throw out so much stuff, you know, cause yeah. I just forget. Um, but luckily my neighbors next door, um, they eat like a lot of my leftovers or if I make something and for a brand or something, and I know I'm not, not going to eat it. I just text the 13 year old and Charlie comes to my back door and I was like, here you go. <laughs> so that's kind of, that, kind of nice. That's awesome. That would be amazing to be your neighbor. Biz. Thank you. <laughs> I would feed you. Really I'm a little well. jealous. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. <laughs> so for you, what age did you really become passionate about cooking? Um, probably when I got married. Um, so I was 32 when I got married. Um, I was a single mom before that. And, um, Hannah and I just, when it was just, she and I, we just ate the same things over and over. We, I mean, we like Mac box, Mac and cheese. We like hot dogs. We like, you know, pizza and spaghetti and stuff like that. So I never really ventured out too far. And I really thought I didn't like vegetables. So I really only ate cucumbers and carrots. Cause that's, that was all I ate. Um, come to find out we like one of the first restaurants my husband took me to was a steakhouse where everything was a la carte. And he's like, so you want to get some asparagus on the side? I was like, Fuck, no, I'm like, why would I, why would I do that? that and he's terrible. like, yeah. And he's like, just try it. And I was like, no. And so it came to the table and it was like bright green. And it was like, I was like, is it raw? Like it, what's happening? And he's like, just, and it was like, super crisp, tender. And I was like, Oh my God, I think I've just been eating overcooked vegetables my whole, my whole life. And my dad <laughs> liked, liked canned vegetables. So that the, the, yeah, the I, st I still asparagus. love, love canned vegetables. Not gonna oh, lie. Yeah. That's fine. I'm, I'm okay with some things, but like, 
the, seeing that asparagus come out like with all dark green. Yeah, I've never done canned asparagus, but don't, canned don't, green don't. beans, can canned corn. Yeah, those yeah, are my, go, those are my go tos. <laughs> yes, exactly. All the beans, I'm all about it. But yeah. yes. So um, then I figured out, oh my gosh, I like this. And then I was like, how can I make my daughter eat vegetables if I don't? So then it, ju- it just kind of got me out of my comfort zone. And so I really didn't start cooking, cooking, I'd say until I was like 32. Okay. Um, so and that I mean, was inspired 20- by your, your husband's palate. Yeah, so basically. He, so he was a lot more uh, like he would try different foods and within reason. I mean, he wasn't okay. like, yeah, like it couldn't be like too, um, out there. Like he would do like fried rice is about, you know, his was his like, you know, but if I was going to do like uh Szechuan peppercorn beef with, you know, whatever, something, you know, to like bon appetit, you know, kind of thing, he'd be like, <laughs> And then if I did like a recipe, I would never make it again because as a food blogger, I was always trying to make up new recipes. And so he'd finally be like, can we just have like, like one of his favorite things, it was his company Salisbury steak that I called. He loves Salisbury steak. And I was like, it's just a burger. And he's like, no, it's different. (laughs) And so I made him Salisbury steak and I made it put like, um, I think it was Swiss cheese and, um, sourdough bread melted that and then put the Salisbury steak on top and then a mushroom gravy on top literally takes takes 10 minutes to make and he's like can we please have this at least once a week I was like yes we can do that but also he because I had to plan especially with my day job like I literally had to like plan everything to the nth degree like okay like on Monday we're having this and I ask him like for help I'm like and he's like I don't care what you make it's fine and then that I'd be like, well, how do I know I want pork chops on Thursday? <laughs> I was like, yeah. oh my God. So I would be like, I'd have my choices like of six things that I could make. And every day I'd be like out of like a, a deck of cards. I'm like, if you have your choice, <laughs> just pick a card, whatever it is. <laughs> He'd be like, I'll be like that tonight. I was like, that's cool. Cause I have everything to make that. So yeah. I love that. And that's, that's totally how we meal plan in this house too. Like we'll make a list of dinners for the week, but it's like, it's interchangeable. I don't like having a set, like, I don't know. Like you have to have chicken. Yeah. Maybe I don't want chicken today. Exactly. Yeah. So then I'll be flexible. And now working from home, it's like completely out the, out the window, you know, like I don't, I I'm, I'm here enough that I don't really, the only things I meal plan are my skinny pizza dough and uh, baked potatoes. Those are the only two things that I make sure every Sunday night I have in in my refrigerator and I feel yeah. like I'm set to go and got to prep that. Yeah. And just, I've been getting vegetables at the farmer's market and then, you know, just kind of, and I kind of like, it kind of inspires me to come up with different things, like just having what I have on hand. Yeah. Um, and so like this week in particular, um, I think I might have spent $20 in groceries and, then I'm good for the week, you know, and just come up with whatever. And I usually, I haven't, for whatever reason, I haven't been eating breakfast. Like I used to always, this is hilarious because I think about this all the time. Like I'm not one to eat, like right when I wake up, my sister is the exact opposite. She like has to eat and my mom has to eat like within 15 minutes or 30 minutes of waking up. So I would make, prep my breakfast and I'd walk into my de- desk job at like 10 to nine. I'm supposed to clock in at nine. And I'd start making breakfast. There was like this kitchenette and I had my fridge. I had a crock pot. I had a panini maker, <laughs> like I had all this stuff. And then my boss would come in. He's like, okay, oh, you do something. I was like, yeah, I'm just finishing making my breakfast. 
why was I doing that? Like, I don't even so know. So did you take, did you take all that with you then when you left? Were you like, oh, yeah. take him so, up, Panini Maker? Well, because it was a pandemic. So I didn't know I wasn't coming back. So oh. like, because that was in March and then I quit in, in October and then ended in December. And then this past March, uh, people were starting to come trickle into the office a little bit. I don't think it's officially open yet, but it's, you could go in if you wanted to. So I made an appointment to, to go and clear out my desk and everything. They did it for me. And I just, the office manager came down with a, I had eight banker's boxes of stuff, like wow. dish dishes and all the stuff. And I, and I was like, I kind of wanted to like go through cause I had stuff like scattered around the office, like, yeah. like my personal stuff. And I was like, my crack pot better be in there. <laughs> that's hilarious it was and then I like and then it like I it was like condiments that had already been like expired like while we were gone you know it's like you could have made the executive decision to throw that out you know I'm sure I didn't know that the sriracha I mean it was like dark brown it was like (laughs) it was awful (laughs) so I laid it all out my I had like um at least 12 chapsticks um, oh just, gosh. just so much crap at my, so did you desk. have to take the train all the way home with all those boxes? No, I drove, I okay. drove in that day. Yeah. Cause I knew it was going to be a lot. <laughs> okay. I love that. You just had a whole kitchen going at, at your employer. And it was funny. Cause I was like super particular about who I fed it at work. <laughs> I was like, you really had to be on my good side to do it. Like some people would be walking by or like, what are you making? I was like, um, I'm just making like a p- potato soup, you know, with bacon and whatever. And like, and then I was like, and I, I could tell it like, is there enough? Is there extra? And then I just let him walk away. And then like another person that I really liked, I was like, oh my God, you want some potato soup? I got, I got plenty. <laughs> I used to make uh, uh, coffee with the receptionist. She was awesome. Um, so every Friday I would bring her um, whatever I made, like a, a muffin or whatever scone. And then I make her a, um, cafe mocha. So it's just like the coffee from the office and then, um, like 25 Kelly cocoa and then the whipped cream. And then around Christmas time, I used to have green and red sugar sprinkles. Wow. And I would just be like on the elevator going up and people were just like with this muffin <laughs> and I'd be like, it's not for you. <laughs> so some people at that place really miss you. And some yes. people are probably like, yeah, better. Yeah. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> she never shared her food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's too I love funny. that. So did they know you were like a food blogger? Oh yeah, they did. Okay. Um, okay. And well, and it's funny because the managing partner, um, Toby is a, a great guy, but I didn't really know. I'm like, I don't know if you know anything about law firms. It's like the, you've got the executive committee and all this stuff. And, you know, by the time you get down to support staff, you know, the high people don't talk to the, you know, I could yeah. say hi to somebody walking by They, It's like, I wasn't even there. Yeah. So I, maybe it was like two years ago. Um, I get called into his office and I was like, why am I getting called into his office? I'm that I'm like, I'm trying to think, wreck my brain. Like, what could I have done or anything like that? And so he was like, super matter of fact and everything. He's like, can you come in and shut the door? And I was like, I don't want, I don't want to shut the door. (laughs) Like what's happening. And so he shuts the door and he goes, um, he goes, are you busy for my busy kitchen? And I was like, yeah. (laughs) And he goes, he goes, my friend follows you. He goes, no, I follow you too. And I was like, what is happening? Like, it was just like, and he's, he's become a great friend of mine now, but like, I would never put those two to, to, you know, like that, you know, somebody up in management would have ever followed me on Instagram. So that was yeah. just kind of hilarious. It's so funny. And, and then, it goes to show, like, you really never know who's watching. Like you don't. Yeah. You have no idea. So 
<laughs> That's awesome. Um, yeah. So you were talking about your late husband and I, I really love that you share so much about him and about your relationship and about grief, because I know that's something we talk about on this show. So many of us carry grief with us every mm-hmm. day and it's, there's never a timeline on it, right? Um, it's always yeah. there with you, especially when you lose someone that close to you. Um, so for anybody who's listening, who maybe has experienced loss, um, do you have any advice for them? Um, number one is that life is for the living and you can't, it's, it takes a while, but you have to get over the life that you thought you were going to have. You know, like you always think, oh, we're, we're going to, you know, stay married forever. We're going to have the, by the house, by the lake that you want. And I'm going to cook all day and you're going to fish and all that other stuff. So losing not only the person, but the dream of the life that you thought you were going to have is kind of like a, a double sucker, sucker punch. And you just got to get over that, um, that loss of both those things. And I think that the saving grace actually was having my daughter and her husband move in with me literally like three weeks after he died, they were living in the city and, um, they, the landlord was going to sell the building at the, um, like at the end of the year. And Hannah's like, I know it's a really shitty time. And do you think me, Jacob and the two dogs can move in, you know, for like a month or so? I was like, yeah. And they stayed with me for five years. So that kind of made me like, take care of somebody in a different way. Like I was a caretaker for my husband for many years, but I still like the, the taking care of, you know, kind of thing. And it took a long time to realize that I also need to do, to take care of myself, you know, and, and, and that. So this last year that they um, moved out, so they moved out um, 13 months ago, they only live like 10 minutes away from So it's not even, you know, that big of a deal, but um, it's just learning because it's the first time I've lived alone and I'm 53 years old. So having the space and, you know, knowing that I can do whatever I want, whatever I want, also not in my life life, but in my job has been kind of scary and overwhelming, but also a, a blessing in disguise. You know, like I just, I kind of pinch myself that I'm able to, to, to lead the life that I always wanted. And I actually think that had my husband still be, been here, he might've like held me back and said, you know, like, what about insurance when Cobra ends, you know, like all the what ifs. And I'm just like, fuck it. He, was he like the very practical, logical? Yeah. He was okay. always reeling me in. Yeah. Like yeah. Get, get back here. You know, like, <laughs> I was like, no, it's fine. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> so I've had to look, you know, and I think my mom's kind of the, that way. She's always like, not devil's advocate, but you know, always, but you can't live your life of what if, because what if what? What, yeah. if, what if this fails? I find another job. I work at Walmart. You know what? It doesn't matter. Like it's yeah. not the end of the world. So you can't stop living your life thinking about all the things that could happen. Just, just go for it. Just, yeah. that's all you got to do. But I will have to say over the, cause it'll be seven years in December that he's been gone that I have had so many, um, people like your age have moms that have lost their, their spouse and have reached out to me and said, my mom is like, she can't get over it. Like how, how can, how can I help her? You know? And she's like, I try to show her your stories that you're laughing and you know, everything I said that, but that's not 24 seven. You know, I do have my moments like today I was cleaning out. I took four bags of, of clothes. I don't wear anymore. Like, come on. Like, so I'm like, and in that back in my closet was this bag. I'm like, what is this? And it was all my husband's old baseball hats, you know? So it was like, totally forgot they were in there. I didn't cry or anything like that, but it was just kind of nostalgic, you know, to, to see all that. And his son was just in town this past week. And I was like, I wish I would have seen this. Cause maybe Joe would have want, I might just mail him to my, my stepson and say, these are your dads. Maybe you want to have them. Uh, I might keep a couple, you know, just, just for, you know, nostalgia, but 
you just have to um, move on. It's as simple as that. And it's not as easy, you know, like that's the thing. It's like, sometimes I am sucker punched by grief, like, like a certain smell or something, something happens. And it's just like, all of a sudden, like, oh my God, he's not here anymore, you know? But I, I have a, a bunch of video that we took because I was incessant about taking photos and stuff like that. I've got his fried rice video that's on my YouTube channel, but um, I'll have to do a swipe up. Um, I think some people have seen it, but it's kind of funny that we had no idea what we we're doing. I was like, I, whatever. It's like our kitchen, our kitchen was like as dark and like the rest of our house is pitch black. <laughs> But it was fun and I'm glad I have it. So I still can't make fried rice the way he did. So even though I've, yeah. I've watched him do it, because I would be like, it's too much oil. It's too much soy sauce. And then I was like, it's perfect. Fried <laughs> rice is tricky. It is. And, but, you know, like when you're always trying to do like healthy, you know, you always like go like, you know, like yeah. I wish she would have just, you know, but it, all the food he made was really good. But he was like a spot at like he definitely was one of the people that could just reach two or three things and, and make something out of it. So, yeah. That's awesome. I love that he has kind of inspired this life. Yeah. um, For you. Absolutely. Yeah. And have you, have you always been really good at cooking? No. Did it, did did it come naturally to you? Uh, Yes. And no, I mean, the, like the simple things were kind of easy, but the more I tried to like make like, um, homemade wonton skins or, or, you know, stuff like that. It was, it's the more you do it, the better you are. I mean, I can't tell you how many people will make my skinny pizza dough and try it once and be like, it didn't work. Yeah. No. And like, walk away. I'm like, takes okay. a lot of practice to, yeah, I was like, I know, I'm like, let's, <laughs> let's bring it down a notch. I'm like, how much water, you know, like and, yes. and walk you through it. And then like maybe third or fourth, fifth time, then they understand the consistency, what it's supposed to feel like. And then, you know, this guy's the limit then after that. So, um, just practice makes perfect. I mean, I can't tell you how many st- stuff I pulled off the, the barbecue that was like still raw in the middle, like beer can chicken. And I'm like, Oh, it's perfect. And then like, all of a sudden the cut it is like raw, you know, I was like, it'll be like another hour. Like it's okay. Whatever. Might be a little dry. Sorry. Yeah. And now, yeah. Now that I've cut it open, it's going to taste like ass, but whatever. It's all good. Yeah. I've, I've thrown things straight into the trash. Yeah. Um, but it yeah. was like, you know, maybe within the first five years that I cooked and then after that, then your instincts kind of, you know, set in. And I, that's, I think of why I prefer cooking versus baking is because you Same. can fix it how you go. You know, it's like, yeah. Oh, it's not, you know, I used to be the, um, follow a recipe and then make it. And then I'd be like, God, why didn't I add more crushed red pepper would have been really good or something like that. So now taste as I go, if I'm making a whole thing of, of meatballs, I will take a little tiny piece, cook it off taste it and like adjust it then before making like the rest of them. Whereas yeah. before early on, I just expect it to be like magic, you know, <laughs> like I always equate it to like people who like make wedding cakes, you know, it's like, if you were, if I were like, uh, if I received like a, a wedding cake, I'm like, oh yeah, I could totally do that. And of course it's not going to look like a two-year-old did it, but I mean, maybe in five years time or two years time, I can get to that, that level, but you can't have to lower your expectations until you, until you practice really. That's all it is. Yeah, absolutely. So, so at this day right now, this present time, is there a recipe that you still just cannot perfect? Well, I just perfected it the other day. It was a microwave, um, chocolate cake because that's been my nemesis. And I've just, I just wanted like, you know, like, like nine o'clock at night and you're just like, I just want a little something. And, but I don't want to like bring out the stand mixer and all that stuff. Um, so I made one with very berry sauce and, um, part of sugar. It was good. It was five points. It was like, I don't know, like 169 calories. 
finally, but I can't tell you, I would like take it and like take one bite and just tr throw it in the trash. <laughs> and I was like, not today, you know, <laughs> but that's why I like have this book. Oh, it's probably over there. I have my, um, my recipe book and I just, I'm constantly crossing stuff off. Like I'll, I'll write a recipe out and nine times out of 10, I change half of it by the time I'm done, but it's like a, it's a, it's a blueprint, you know? So I'm like, okay, let's just start here. And then if it's whatever lemon pancakes or something like that, I was like, Oh, wouldn't it be nice if I added blueberries or, you know, should I add more le lemon zest or something and just keep, you know, tweaking it as I go. Whereas baking, if I just, you know, throw it in the oven and just, hope it comes out, you know, like how do you bake like a little <laughs> tiny piece of cake, you know? Right. So yeah. So that's why cooking is a little bit easier for me now. Yeah. I'm the same. I hate baking. Um, I do have a stand mixer now, which does make it easier and less messy to bake. Yes. Um, uh -huh. but I've, I've always like, I love cooking cause it's, I mean, I still, I shouldn't say I love cooking, but I'm better at cooking. <laughs> Yeah, because it's you can you could just kind of wing it and go with the flow and like I don't know Make that's how my yeah, yeah. I'm like I learned how to cook obviously from my mom growing up and that's how she cooked she never measured anything she just cooked with her heart you know and that's how I cook now sometimes it comes out really great and sometimes it's it's okay exactly <laughs> and it's a learning process right. but I have learned so many just little hacks and just so much helpful, useful information. Cause I'm all about that work smarter. Yeah. Not harder, not harder. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, so like some of the tips I've learned from you specifically with the pizza dough, like wetting your hand to get it out mm -hmm. and it doesn't stick to your head still to this day. Every time Adam makes the pizza dough, literally his hands are just, <laughs> I'm like, that's probably a whole pizza worth of dough. Yeah, exactly. your You're wasting um, it. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh so God. what are, what are some of your top tips? And if you've never, if you make the pizza dough, but you've never been on business blog and have read all of her tips, you need to do that because it's yeah. just so many helpful, but what would you say are your top like three tips for the well, pizza one dough? is, um, baking it as high temperature as, as possible. Um, you do not need a baking steel. Um, I have a baking steel that I've had for probably four or five years. That was a Christmas gift. And, um, but I went through three baking stones before that. And those aren't cheap either. Those are like 50, 60 bucks. And they would just crack over time. And I remember what I was going to do on the grill and um, my husband came out and I lifted up the grill to put the pizza on there. And my pizza stone was in like 40 pieces. Oh, no. And I just started, I got my oven mitt. And I was just like, like I was like, um, what's that skeet shooting where you just throw the, the thing up. I was just like throwing things in the backyard. He's like, how about I take over? You know, like now I was like, okay, it's fine. Yeah. Um, so as long as you can do like a, uh, if you have a really good, um, like a jelly roll pan that's got like the sides on it. Those are usually really, really sturdy. You can get a cheap one at, at Sam's or, or Costco for like 12 bucks and um, preheat that when you yeah. put it in there. That's because you want, that's what gets, because everyone's like, I make your dough and your pizza, but it's never as crispy as yours. And it's like, and then they I, either they're putting it on a baking stone, even the manufacturers of baking stones say you have to preheat that for 60, 60 yeah. minutes. Yeah. I usually so, heat up mine for at least 30 minutes. Yeah, I do mind. Yeah, the baking steel, I'll do 30, 45 minutes if I if I have time. But um, yeah, if you don't have that, you, you want to start cooking the pizza immediately and without a hot vessel, the top's going to be done before the bottom is and you'll never, I suppose you could at that point, take it off the pan and just put it straight on your on your oven rack so that 
circulates the heat, but then you run the risk of then just burning the shit out of the top of it before while you're waiting to get to get that crispy crust. So, um, and that's just thing. It's like, I can't tell you, like, I've seen people progress making it and now their pizzas look like a pizzeria, you know, and it's like, they're perfectly, you know, but I love when people send me pictures of their pizza and it looks like the state of California or, (laughs) or Florida or something like that. You know, it's just like, I was like, it's your pizza. It's all, it's going to taste the same, no matter what shape it is. It doesn't really matter. So yeah. I think that's the other one too. And, um, and then just the, the water is, is it, cause if you, if you have it too wet to, to begin with, then you, you, you could fix it, but you're adding like upwards of another half, half a cup of flour. So if you're counting on the dub dubs, you know, that's extra points and all that stuff. And you did say, um, how I came up with the, the, how, how much points it is for the skinny pizza dough. So yes, that was I one used... of the questions we got from our listeners. Actually, quite okay. a few people asked, how do you calculate you... the points? Now, when I was on Weight Watchers, I will say I made the dough. If it, if it came out more or less, I just always tracked it one point per ounce. It just, exactly. It's, don't it's complicated, don't over... you guys. Yeah, don't ever think it. I know there's yeah. like the weight, weight Watcher police out there who will say like, well, mine only came to like 19 and a half ounces. Right. So then, yeah, and it's like, but the, the calorie amount is so small for, you know, that you're, don't, just don't sweat it. So every, I've pretty much every time I make it, it's between 22 and 24 ounces for me. Um, I usually don't use it to like day two or three and I always weigh it then. So maybe that's people using it maybe a little bit. So it hasn't had time to, for the yeast to do its magic, which is so yeah. great. But again, I've used three different, um, I pay, um, I almost said PayPal, um, my fitness pal, uh, lose it app and, uh, very well fit. So I took all three of those recipe, um, builders to get the calories and they were within three calories of all three of them, but that's using gold metal flour, um, you know, regular active yeast, stuff like that. Um, and it, it's 22 points for the whole recipe, no matter how you do it. So that's how, when I usually get between 22 and 24 ounces, it's a point an ounce when I divide it, it's like 39 calories an ounce, you know, just, just, ha- just have your fucking pizza and just enjoy it. <laughs> Don't overcomplicate it. Yeah. Cause I can't tell you how many people like will have done, sent me math equations and stuff like that. I was like, I know I'm really not good at math, but it's way too like, much work. It is. I go and, and that's not living life, you know, yeah, just have, have the pizza, move on. And I, I love that people can feel like they, they can have a healthy lifestyle still have their favorite pizza. And that's, that's what the whole lifestyle is about and living your life and and not having to micromanage it. So I, I kind of stopped counting points, um, June 1st, cause I, it was kind of messing with my brain because in a few days in May where I'm on purple, so I only get 16 points. And then there's days I had 38, 40, 42 points. I didn't think I was eating that horribly, you know? So I was just like, and I was beating myself up. I'm like, Oh my God, you can't even stay within your points, like all this stuff. And then I was putting in the lose it app and I was at 1200 calories. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. So I'm like beating myself up for, you know, and I understand the points are going to steer you away from saturated fat and sugar and all that other stuff to steer you into different directions. But if I'm going to eat like a, um, like a nature Valley, um, granola bar that is 110 calories and it's charging me seven points for that which is like literally half of my day that was the, I'm like, I'm eating the granola bar. I'm tracking it and stuff. And it's, and it's getting out of the, the good and bad, you know, and the all or nothing mentality. Cause I've done that for years. It's like, I do really great, 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 great for a couple months. And then all of a sudden I slip a little bit and then 
next thing you know, I'm eating like an asshole for another month because I've, I'm, I've told myself that I, I don't have the discipline. It doesn't have to be like that. Yeah. You know, it's like just be able to live your life, not have the good or bad, um, you know, make better choices most of the time, but don't also beat yourself up for, you know, having a slice of deep dish pizza. Yeah. Absolutely. No one's going to, no one's dying on the table. Like, come on. <laughs> and I just had my, um, I went to a doctor's appointment in the city, the forward. I don't know if you've heard it. It's on, it's, um, it's a, a medical group that wants to, um, get people in the doctor's office before they're sick. So having your baseline numbers, all that stuff. And I was like, I, it, it's fine. It's $99 a month. I think the commitment is for like six months, but I would have to pay $40 to see my GP and that's like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I would spend $60 a month on wine. Like if, if we're being honest, you know, like, so come on, it's not like you can't afford it. And then, um, but I have 24 hour access to, I can chat with these people anytime I want. They have a, a wellness thing, but I had all my numbers done. And uh, other than being overweight, um, my triglycerides were good. My cholesterol was good. Like all that, all that, all the numbers. And she's like, I'm really surprised that somebody who has been a diabetic for 23 years, as long as you have, that there's not a couple of these numbers that are like, uh, like off the chart or, you know, need, need work or something. It's just like, so, and you can manage diabetes. It's just a pain in the ass. Yeah. So it's just, you know, you just gotta take it as, but I've got that. So that's good. Yeah. Do you want to talk about that? Cause I know that's really helpful yeah, it is. Um, for so, tracking your blood sugar, right? Yeah. So there's a, a reader. So this is the actual freestyle, um, freestyle Libre two which I like, I wanted to have because it has an alert on it. So if I'm sleeping at night, it'll let me know. It'll beep if it's my blood sugar is too low or too high. Um, and it has woken me up. Like when Hannah and Jacob lived here, their oldest dog, Rummy, would, would lick me because I start to sweat when I get uh, low blood sugar. And so she would start licking my face. And I was like, Aww. all right, time to shake, time to check, check my blood sugar. Um, but I can check my blood sugar a hundred times today. Whereas the test strips were like, you know, you have to do the finger sticks and yeah. I, I would only get like maybe a hundred strips for a month. And I'd be like, if I felt like checking my blood sugar, I'm like, is it like in the Seinfeld, you're like, is it sponge worthy? I'd be like, is it test strip worthy? Like, do I really <laughs> need to check my blood sugar right now? Right. And that's, yeah. So this has been a game changer. So I've had this for probably two years now since 2019. That's yeah. amazing. And I'm so happy to hear that you're healthy, right. And like living this, like fulfilling life. Cause that's what it's all about. I feel like, yes. especially in obviously the weight loss, like, um, this little corner of the internet that we're mm. in, which is mostly, yeah. I mean, most of us came here for weight loss reasons, right? right? Like mm -hmm. it's okay to evolve. <laughs> and it become, is. Yeah. Right. And I get that all the time. It's like, oh, well, you, you know, you're giving up on Weight Watchers. I'm like, no, I'm not giving up on that. I lost 70 pounds back in the day. Um, haven't gained it all back, but there has to be, um, a, it's all about your brain and how you treat food and stuff like that. Until you fix that, you are always going to be the hamster wheel that is going to be like doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results, you know, or doing great Monday yeah. through Thursday, then eating like an asshole fr Friday, Saturday, and then Sunday, you're going to meal plan and get back on a Monday and just doing damage control or the whole mindset of like, like you think you did had a bad week and you're about to step on the scale at the, at the studio. And then you get on, you lost 2.2 and you're like, Oh shit. Like I, went <laughs> like I went for beer. I had a burger. And then you're like, yeah. okay, well, this week, you know, maybe I'll have two burgers and two beers and I'm okay losing a pound this week. And yeah. then the next week, you know, all of a sudden you're up to two pounds, you know? So it's like, yeah. 
that roller coaster, I had to just get off. I was like, stop, stop the roller coaster. Whoever's, whoever's running the roller coaster, me, uh, just put pump the brakes and just figure out. And so pretty much the, for, for the last probably like six weeks, I've just, the, it's the mental game of, and so yeah. I, ha- I did, I did, since I'm doing dry July, I did skip on the scale. I was going to weigh in for 90 days. Cause that, you know, it, it fluctuates too much, you know? Um, but I did weigh in at the end of June. So I lost 4.4 pounds in, in June. And just to see like a benchmark for not drinking in the month of July. Um, I do like my wine. God's grapes should be um, calorie free. And yeah, you would think so, right? Yeah. It's like, it's nature. Can somebody figure that out, please. Yes. Cause that would be, that would help, help a gal out. Yes. <laughs> see, that's, so, that's why I smoke a lot of weed though, because weed has oh, zero calories. Zero, 0.0, zero calories. Zero yes. Calories. <laughs> Yeah, maybe I've got some gummies or something like that. I don't even know. <laughs> yes, yes. But yeah, I love it. I mean, it's it's I, legal in Illinois now, right? Oh, sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and actually, I think Hannah and Jacob smoked for the first time like a month ago, and they were like afraid to tell me. I was like, it's <laughs> That's so <fine>. cute. <laughs> I know. And they always smoked, smoked like half a joint, and then because they don't do, party, they don't drink or anything like that, so yeah. that was a lot for them. And. Yeah. Um, I guess Hannah was ready to go to bed or something like that. And it was like, she had one of the, the, these. And so Jacob goes, do you want to grab your water? And she's like, it's too heavy. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. And so the other half of the joy is still sitting in a Mason jar in their kitchen. So whether or not they ever smoke the other half, I don't even know, but yeah. Oh my gosh. That's funny. <laughs> I'll just have to come visit you guys and I'll help you out. Wow. Okay, cool. All right. <laughs> we'll sit on my deck. Well, yeah, yes. I'll cook, I'll cook some food. It'll be all good. <laughs> be perfect. So you're, you're, a, are you Chicago native? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we have a listener who wants to know if you are a Cubs fan or a White Sox fan. Um, I'm a White Sox fan only because of my husband. Cause I didn't really okay. care one or the other. I, I mean, I loved baseball and everything like that, but his parents were, um, season ticket holders and, uh, we were, became a Sox. And in fact, in his obituary, um, he wanted me to, it was before they won the world series. He wanted me to let, um, the world know that the Cubs were the longest standing. I have to find this cause it's fu- kind of funny. It's the longest standing, uh, uh, sports organization to never have won a, a major t- championship or something. I was like, I was dying. Yeah, I know. Just he had to do that one last day. <laughs> and actually, when I when I put that in his obituary, a, a sportscaster, a writer for the Sun Times, uh, reached out to me, and then I'm doing like a whole article like three months after he died about you know how it's the Cubs versus Sox, and you know. Um, and it, it, it just was kind of funny. So I'll have to maybe I have to see that still online because that was would have been like in 2015 that that came out. So that's awesome. Um, so anything coming up for you, Biz? What, what should the people be looking out for? What do you what, um, what's available right now? Because everybody loves your recipes. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, our next cooking class is going to be Wednesday. We're actually doing Brenner. Um, Hannah and Ooh. I love doing breakfast for for dinner. We're going to be making homemade um, sausage, and then we're going to use that as patties. We're also making sausage gravy, homemade biscuits, Hannah's um, um, blueberry pancakes, and then we do a microwave lemon curd that goes on top of that that's ready in like like a minute and a half. That's so, so good. So that's a lot of fun. Our, um, and in my stories, I'll do a swipe up 
um, if you're new to me, hi, um, to our cooking classes and then still working on the cookbook and um, still talking about some products. This, this uh, branch, basics, branch Basics is one I talked about yesterday. It's cleaning products. So my daughter is a total type A. I don't know how she spit out of me because that's not me at all. And I want to say from the age of like six, she told me not to do her laundry anymore because she didn't like the way I did it. Cause I just <laughs> shove everything in there. I don't separate. I don't do delicates. I don't, I was like, it's all laundry and it just, and then you put it all in the dryer and then you fold it. Now what you do is you leave it in the dryer for four to five days and then you wet a towel and then throw that in the dryer. So it does not, it takes all the wrinkles out. Then you leave it in there another three days. And then, you know, I like, since Hannah loved doing laundry, I was like, I go, the only reason I don't do my laundry is because Hannah's always hogging the, the laundry, you know, the washing machine. So it was within like the first three weeks. I was like, no, it's me that doesn't like to do laundry. <laughs> I'm the problem, you know, like, and I was even look at, we got, we, I'm sure you get it in your town too, where you have like the uh, super coupon thing, magazine or something. Yeah. And there's a laundromat in towns that they will wash your clothes for 99 cents a pound. What? And I was like, how many pounds do you think my clothes are? I was like, if it's twenty dollars, I'm like, I twenty pounds. I'm like, I would pay somebody twenty dollars to wash and dry and fold my clothes. Yeah, I was gonna say that's actually really inexpensive. That's way cheaper than actually doing it at the laundry exactly. yourself. I know. And then I was like, I gotta no. look into that. Yeah. Well, if you check it out, but yeah, I, I hate like, doing no. laundry as well. So. It's the it's the bane of my existence. Laundry I, and dishes. Oh I my have. god. Yeah. I hate doing the dishes. I know. And that my, my, um, dishwasher has been broken for a couple of years, but it's one of those things. It's like, I could get another one, but it's like everything else around, around it is shit. So it's like, <laughs> you know, I, it's fine. And it's just me, you know, so I can wash my dishes as I go. Um, yeah. I have been getting better about washing. Like I, Hannah used to hate it. Cause I used to use like every bowl, every spoon, every fork, uh, pan, pot, whatever, when I was cooking, you know, and then it'd just be like this huge disaster. And like, I would put something out and she, she would like, I would put it out and like within two seconds, she'd be like putting it back. And I was like, I haven't even used it yet. And she's like, well, it's too messy. You know, I was like, okay. So she doesn't have to worry about that anymore. <laughs> so I'm getting better about washing as I go. I did declutter. Cause I had like 12 dinner plates and I, I still have all my coffee cups here. So that, that, that she doesn't have to look at anymore either. So she didn't like all the coffee cups, but I'm like, it's, they're not yours. So it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's one of, one of the, like, I guess, pros and cons of living alone though, is like when there's a mess, like there's nobody to blame, but yourself. Yeah. No one to blame. I can't be like, oh my God. Yeah. But I have been really good about making sure that my, my, at least my dishes are clean everything before I go to bed and waking up to a cleanish ki kitchen. Um, yeah. cause I could like, you know, have dishes in there till the next night, you know, and but still no one cares, no one cares. And that's why I think people like me too, is because I am like your average person. I'm not going to be like, Oh my God, I left this coffee cup in my sink all night. You guys think my kitchen's perfect all the time. I was yeah. like, Oh gosh, no. Yeah. yeah the people are like, oh, I'm so sorry about the mess. It's like, yeah. Yeah. And there's like this, this like, like one like, thing on the floor. Right. Exactly. Oh my God. Yeah. It's, it's not, that's not, that's not real life. <laughs> I know. I wish we could normalize like having a home that's lived in. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, I feel like we just live in this like Pinterest world where everybody expects everything to be just like perfect. And well, if it's and not, it's like yeah. a bad thing. And it's like, well, and I think that it almost prohibits people, um, from, living their true life because I think that the expectation out there is that, oh my God, every, everyone else is living like this and I'm not. 
Yeah. It's like, no, those are the rare people and everyone else is us. You know, (laughs) really? I mean, when you think about it, you know, I mean, I don't have, I don't have cupboards any, uh, you know, it's just, and I'm still able to make decent food out of that, that kitchen that that I have. So, um, you don't have to have the, the, you know, top of the line, anything and and no one cares like really about it. I think that that's probably one of the things that I, is my saving grace is I really don't care what people think about me. Every once in a while, I'll get something that just like stings a little bit, but then I'm like, uh, those are hurt people, hurt people, hurt other people. So I'm just going to yep. let them be in their own little thing. Um, but for the most part, um, I don't really care. And if you don't like it, then I, I can't tell you how many people I was like, I, I can't watch you anymore because you swear. I'm like, bye. <laughs> See you. And then it's like one, one woman, like a month ago, she's like, um, I'm really disappointed because I can't have my four-year-old daughter watch your stories anymore because of the swearing. And she was like handing her phone. She liked when I had lo- like a lot of stories so she could just put the phone to her. And I was like, I never said I was family friendly. Like I never, <laughs> I don't have like rated G on right. anything, you know? So, and why are you giving your four-year-old like Instagram? <laughs> That's so weird. Yeah, it's, it's very it's weird. weird how people place their problems and issues mm-hmm. like on people they don't even know on the internet oh, yeah. like yeah and and it's kind of like I'm like you're coming into my house yeah and if you don't like it then you can you know just walk out the front door no yeah. one cares just yeah. go about no one will you miss know. you yeah no one will <laughs> and you know and there's you know there's people that I follow for a while and then either for one reason or another you know a couple years goes by we don't have that much in common anymore I'm more than okay say, Hey, I'm just going to unfollow you. No, no hard yeah. feelings, you know, or just whatever. It, it doesn't really matter. And yeah, that's well, if you ever you know. unfollow me, biz, I'll come find you in Chicago. No, that's okay. Cause you have my, you have my oh, Minnesota. I have, your, I have your phone number. I'll just call you. Well, and you have my Minnesota boyfriend, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have him. <laughs> that's why he's my boyfriend. <laughs> Except, un- until, until maybe one day when I'm mad at him and then I'll be like, you can go live with biz. Yeah. You, you can go. <laughs> <laughs> he does do dishes though. So there's oh, that. Oh, that is that. nice. Yeah, yes. He's so sweet though. Yes. Yeah, so we all need to get together again soon now that we can like see people. Yes. Real absolutely. Life I was Another actually meet thinking up it, is in the yeah. works. Um, are you planning one or are you just throwing out in the inner so, throwing out there? So I would love to do a Minnesota meetup. We are having the state fair this year in September, okay. which is like a huge deal. Um, yeah. so yeah, I would love to do one, uh, for that, but for the wellness for real podcast, Felicia and I are actually in the planning stages of our wellness for real retreat. So that will be 2022. And right now we're thinking Cabo. Oh my God. Put me on so, the list. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, you'll be there, right? Yeah. Just you'll- don't do it. In, don't do it in June. I'm going to Italy in June. So don't. Do oh, it no, no. Well, we're, it'll probably be fall winter of 2022. Okay. So we're looking Perfect. over a year from now. Okay. Um, and yeah, we're lo- looking to have, yeah, a few people, maybe biz can come and do some cooking classes in real life. Oh my God. And Wouldn't that be fun we'll it up on the beach? Yes. Yes. yes and yes. Yes. But this year, yes, I would love to plan a meetup uh, for the Minnesota State Fair, which is in September. I want to say it's mid-September. Okay. Yeah. Um, just keep me posted and then I'll just put it on my, my stuff stories yes. too. And all the, all the foods biz and it's all on a stick. I know. And it was, it was just funny because the first time we met, we went to um, the place in, Mo- in Milwaukee and it yeah. was like all, all barbecue yeah. and like all shitty food. 
like, hey, hey. Dub Dubs, yeah. <laughs> like, you, you know, but, but I think that that's such an important piece of living a healthy lifestyle is being able to do those things and enjoy yeah. those foods in moderation and not for it to be like, oh my God, I'm going to eat my weight and everything and I'm going to be miserable. And then tomorrow I'm going to eat the same thing, you know, and it's like yeah. just being able to incorporate those things into your life and it just being like, Normal, yeah, instead of having you know? a dub, instead of having a dub dub meeting at a restaurant that's going to have like um, tofu with like yeah, no, you know braised bra- zucchini, <laughs> no, uh-uh. no, thank you. <laughs> Obviously, we were all on WW because we like food. <laughs> exactly right. I know that. So right? that's what people like get at me when I don't count pizza sauce. I'm like, it's 20 calories a quarter cup. I'm not counting a point for oh. that. Just not. And I was like, none of us got there because we had too much pizza sauce. It was yes. the three pounds of cheese we put on top of it. Like Unless you're drinking like marinara yeah. daily, like I yeah. don't think that that's what you need to be worried about. Exactly. Um, you know, and like you were talking it. about earlier, like how right now you're just focused on your relationship with food and just like living life and having fun and being happy and finding joy. Mm-hmm. Those things are so much more important than yeah, how much are. we weigh. Right. And I see so many people who like will weigh every day and that whatever that fucking number says will dictate the rest of their day. Yeah. And you know, or, or if they had like a splurged over a weekend or something like that, had fun with family, went out, you know, whatever. And then realize, oh, well, gosh, you know, I, instead of focusing on the memories they made with the people, they're going to beat themselves up for having like a, a cheeseburger and maybe, you know, an ice cream bar because the food, you know, like an ice cream truck came by, whatever. Right. And then focus on those two little things when they had this amazing experience with being with family and friends and all that stuff. And then bringing it back around to food. We have to yeah. normalize food. Food is fuel. Food is delicious. And it doesn't have to, um, I don't know. It doesn't have to be punishment. It, it should be joy. Like it's, it's all these things. And I'm just trying to re I mean, I've been like this my whole life. So it's taken a lifetime of stuff. And part of it is too, because I I've been eating the same way my whole life, but I was a four season athlete in high school. So I was always training. I was always doing something. And then I played a sport in college. So I was really, you know, I, I remember leaving freshman year of college and I was 125 and I was like 116 when I graduated from high school. And I was just like, oh my God, like, but I was weight training because of field hockey and stuff. And I thought like, that was the, like, I can't believe I'm 125 pounds. You know, like I was just freaking out about it and then got a desk job. And within two years, I gained almost 70 pounds because I never changed how I, because I never had to, Yeah. because I was, I was working it off. So, yeah. so it's, it's, it's decades of, of thinking about food and until I've, figure that out. I just had to step back from the micromanagement. I still track, but like I eat it and then I track it instead of like figuring out, I used to like to the nth degree, like, like pre-track the day before. And like, and it was like just a waste of time. It's a waste. (laughs) Yeah. And I, I I think though, I think for a lot of people, like we kind of have to go through some of that stuff to get on the other side of it. Right. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, um, and obviously all of our journeys look completely different. So there's that too, right? Like, Mm -hmm. um, like I know for me, like my weight, I always struggled with my weight because I struggled with a binge eating disorder, you know? So, and that was a root of just a lot of trauma that I had never dealt with, you know? So that's my story, but you know, everybody has a different story. So we all have to kind of find our way and find our path and 
just know that like, you're going to look back and you're going to be like, Oh my God, I can't believe I, <laughs> like I used to do that. Or I used to say that, or I used to eat that, yeah. you know, like I think about like, like fat free cheese, you know? Oh my and, God, yeah. And, and like, just how, like, there was a point in time when I was on WW where I was like, I was, I was obsessed with it. And I would be like, Ooh, do you know how many points that is like to other people? Um, and I talk about this on our, on our WW, the good, the bad and the ugly episode. Um, but I had like an awakening one day when I made a comment to a coworker who had been, he he had told me about how he struggled with bulimia, you know? So obviously he had food issues and I made a comment to him one day about like, he was like drinking a Mountain Dew or something. I was like, do you know how much sugar is in that? So many Weight Watcher points, you know? And I was like, I felt like such an asshole oh my God, yeah. for saying that you know and I was like I really had to reevaluate what that way of thinking was doing to my brain and how I was like viewing the world you know right exactly and the same thing is like the fat-free cheese might be 60 calories but the park skim is 80 calories so we're talking like 20 calories difference you know like right and how much shredded cheese are you using exactly <laughs> you know, right like, I use full fat cheese and I have been for almost a year now um, yeah. you know, and yeah, sometimes I buy the parts skip, you know, and it's like, it doesn't have to be like, I can only eat fat free cheese. Oh yeah. No, right. right. Exactly. And so I just got the light cheese from, uh, from Trader Joe's now that's back and it yeah. tastes like an ass because I was going to ask, I, I was going to ask about that. Yeah. It bad? It's, a, um, it's not the same. It's, a, it's not the same for sure because it doesn't melt like, like, you know how fat free tree, cheese, it melts like, um, Plastic. you can still see the lines. Yeah. It doesn't melt like that. Um, I, I got the same thing has a different texture to it even. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's just okay. But I think it's because I've been eating real cheese for the last year or however long it's been gone. And now my palate's like, what the fuck you doing? <laughs> like, come, yeah, come on I back. Ha- I haven't seen anybody raving about the Trader Joe's cheese. I saw everybody like losing their shit because it was back. And yeah. I have a theory and I've talked about this before on the show, but I'll just put it out there again for anybody who hasn't heard my theory. Cause I'm pretty sure it's right. Okay. So Trader Joe's pulled the light mozzarella. I'm putting this in quotations because mm-hmm. the reason L-I-T-E. they pulled it, the reason they pulled it was because the nutritional facts were incorrect. Yes, so here we all are counting the shit as one point per ounce, right? I think that's yeah. what it was or something uh-huh. like that. Um, and it's not the same cheese. So then they had a new mozzarella. It's in a red bag. It has the same fucking cow on it. <laughs> the, yep. the original light bag had literally all they did was change the color of the bag and they got rid of the light. It's yep. the same cheese. So if you go to mozzarella or you go to Trader Joe's and you want their old quote unquote light mozzarella just buy their regular mozzarella because it's the same shit and then it took them over a year to create this new light mozzarella and I don't see anybody talking about it besides just saying oh I found it exactly no I'm looking at a couple things yeah see comments and people are saying it's not the same yeah Jerry's like it's like vinyl yep it is it's got something yeah and you have to spray your cheese for it to melt Oh my God. Yeah. That's what, like, just put <laughs> avocado oil spray on it. It's all good. I'm like, no, I don't want to live in that life. <laughs> no. But being able to reincorporate those things, right. Or like peanut butter, peanut butter is another thing that I've just, I eat, right. Oh. I bu- eat and buy regular ass peanut butter. Now I don't do the yep. powdered thing. It's disgusting. Yeah. I don't mind doing the powdered peanut butter in things, but like, if I yes. want like, but if you butter, just want peanut butter, right. Like yep, a PBJ. I'm doing, yep. I'm using I'm, regular I'm doing, peanut butter and I'm using yep. regular jelly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's all good. <laughs> yes. So you just got to kind of 
figure those things out. But I feel like you do have to go through, especially when you've lived in this like diet culture world for so long and yeah. you've struggled with the food stuff for so long. Like Weight Watchers is fantastic if you have absolutely no idea how to lose weight and you have mm -hmm. a lot of weight to lose and you're just lost and you feel overwhelmed. I think it's a fantastic program to really simplify it. Yeah. Um, but it's not great at getting you off of the program, which makes sense it because it's a business y'all. Uh, well, it's a billion dollar business. Right. And, but in the same token, it's like people will take the WW program for like even this woman I used to sit next to in the studio, um, she looked at me, I got there early one day and she's like, I'm so sick of poached chicken and plain Greek yogurt. And I was like, what are you doing? I'm like, you're not seasoning it or anything. And she's like, well, I don't like to cook, you know, all this other stuff. I was like, my chicken tikka masala is zero points. It, it's got the Greek yogurt. It's got all the flavor. It's got all the stuff. And you know, it tastes delicious. No one says that you have to eat plain food because, so I think that's, you know, from one extreme to the other, uh, is that people, it, it doesn't really, I, here's the thing. I actually really don't think it matters what you do as long as you're consistent in something and, and it, do it as healthily as possible. You know, everyone talks about, I, even, uh, in the last week, a bunch of people like, if you just did keto, you, you, your diabetes will go away. I was like, um, well, I'm type one and I, I don't think that's going to happen. Like my pancreas, if I eat like a shit ton of bacon, my pancreas isn't going to be able to wake up and be like, oh, here's some insulin for you, biz. We're good. I love that um, the keto people think they're doctors. Like Yeah, exactly. I know. So, I, but if it, whatever it is, if it's uh, Noom, if it's what, whatever, if you're, it's consistency over perfection and getting rid of that you know, all or nothing. And even, uh, I don't, do you follow resting Bridget face? Um, she's in, in long Island, but she had a story last week and she, she's got the same mentality it's like, you know, it's the all or nothing and you yeah. do great all, all, all. And then all of a sudden you fall off the wagon. And then she decided how about all or something? Yeah. And so she ended up losing like six pounds in the month of June, because instead of doing nothing and then dragging her feet being like, I can't be at this bar. Like that you set the bar so high, you can't reach it. She's like, but how about if I'm here and not here, you know? And it's, I love that mentality is like, it doesn't have to be all or nothing. It could be all or something. Yeah. Just do something. If it's walking 15 minutes, if it's, you know, making a healthy breakfast, if it's not ordering fast food, cause you know, you've got food that you can make at home. Like whatever those steps are, those are the, those are the building blocks that will reach you to success that you will can live a healthy life and not have to micromanage everything that goes in your mouth. Yeah. And I think that's in the last seven weeks I've come to that epiphany. It's like, I can't, I just have to, I have to live my life yeah. and however that looks to other people, that's fine. You know, I'm still going to put the weight watcher points on. I'm still going to do the calories and macros because other people do that. And, yeah. you know, I'll never make everybody happy and I'm just yeah. going to make myself happy. And if you guys want to come along for the ride, that's great. Yeah. I love that. And, you know, everybody's at a different stage, right? So um, I feel like when you, specifically with Weight Watchers or programs, like people get very attached to like the mm -hmm. brand and they almost take it personal. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure you've dealt with a lot of that people kind of like being upset about you evolving. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I'd like you said that usually has more to do with what that person might be going through or how they feel about um, themselves, right? Absolutely. And, and I'm okay that I'm not like team Weight Watchers, you know, a hundred percent anymore. Um, and like, yeah. it's, it's just like people change and yeah. it doesn't mean it's good or bad. I, you know, I think that people have, I had great success. I lost 70 pounds on it once, once upon a time, but it's just, 
it, it wasn't working for me and it was it was messing up my brain too much about the points and and what i was seeing and then i look at people like my friend uh bobby flave city you know he's you know makes all the he's super healthy all the stuff and he's like cooking with ghee and you know i'll, I'll be like oh my god you know he is like five points and i'm like looking at the jar i'm like it's 30 fucking calories like why can't yeah. i have, like why can't i have that so it's just incorporating things you know that I probably never would have had because it was like the, it was like a, the, you know, the Weight Watcher place is like, oh, you can't have that. You can't. Have, and then if I can't have something that makes me want to have it more and then, <laughs> you know, then that whole hamster wheel again, you know, that I'm just fucking on the hamster wheel again. It's like, yeah. just get, get off the wheel and just live life. Yeah. So someone just asked, so you're not doing workshops anymore? No, I actually don't. I do workshops. I do Debbie's um, in New London, Connecticut on Tuesday nights um, at six. 5 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, Weight Watcher works for me is so it's Weight Watcher works and then the number for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, she's amazing. She's lovely. Uh, we had uh, a woman in our studio here that was fabulous, and she retired. And the the and the reason I like Debbie is because she lets people talk and have like somebody had a really bad day, like whatever it is. And the, the, mem- the leaders that I had at my studio, like if somebody was having like, okay, I went to the restaurant and I looked at the menu before, and then all of a sudden we get there and it's not there. And then I panic, like, oh my God, now, now what do I go to what I would have gotten and stuff like that. And we start having the conversation and then the woman would be like, um, we haven't talked about sleep yet. Sleep's <laughs> going to tell you. Um, so what they say is that Weight Watchers says if you just get seven hours of sleep, you're going to be, you know, that's, I'm like, can we help this woman? We all yeah. know that sleep is important. You know, like right. I, I understand there's a topic and, and stuff like that. So, but I think that the camaraderie of having people in that meeting, I think there's like 50 of us that go to it and oh, that's awesome. Sh- yeah. So you've been so doing somebody- in-person workshops. Not, no, not in person. I do it okay. uh, virtual. virtually. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, um, if somebody's having a really bad week, we can all like chime in and like lift her up and be like, this is yeah. great. And it makes you feel better. It makes her feel better because that's really what the workshops are for is to have community Absolutely. and support. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, to... we all know why we're there, you know, right. like, yeah. you know, I mean, if you would, you know, went to your local ice cream shop five days in a row and you had a gain, you know, you kind of know why you did, you know, you don't yeah. have to, you know, but it's like, it's like a reset button. I like kind of think, you know, even if you've had a bad week, whatever, it just can get you. And somebody might say something. I always remember this. I had a leader one time that says, sometimes you come to the meeting to hear something from somebody else. And sometimes somebody's there to hear something from you. So you never know what you're going to get. Like, yeah. and that's the beauty of, of that. And she lets the, the meeting evolve, you know, and maybe like the last five minutes, we'll jump back to whatever the topic is of the day. And then that's fine. But at least the first 25 minutes is helping people be better, you know, and, and, you know, however that, however that is, um, and just giving advice. So yeah, if you don't have a good leader, I think it's, it's moot, you know, of, yeah, of, it, may, it makes a really big difference. Mm-hmm. It really does. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, Fizz, this has been so fun. Thank you so, so much for joining me again on our live summer series. So good to see your face. Yes. You I'll see you in September. I'm going to come to the, yes. I'll drive there. What, what, what town is the, um, is it in Rochester? Where's your. Nope. So, so the Minnesota state fair is in Falcon Heights. It's like right Falcon between Heights. Minneapolis and St. Paul. So it's okay. like 15 minutes from my house. So. Okay. Yeah. I think it's like a five hour drive for me. So that's not that bad. 
No, not too bad at all. Actually, and plane tickets are actually very, very cheap to come oh, yeah, to, to fly here. Uh, okay. So I know like Janelle, if she's still in here watching. Oh, she was. She said um, it was earlier. Yeah, she she usually flies here from Beloit. Well, from Chicago, okay. but okay. Um, it's like nice. a 40, it's like a 40 minute flight. So <gasps> Wish oh I can God. pick you up at the airport. We got space for you. Okay. Well, I was going to say maybe like renting an Airbnb and having a bunch of people hang out. And oh yeah. That could be super cool too. Let's okay. plan it. All right. It's official it. guys. <laughs> <laughs> this is coming to Minnesota. Yes, Minnesota <laughs> meetup in September for the Minnesota state fair. So come eat something on a stick and hang out with us. Yes. Yay. Thank you so much for your time today. Always yes. good to see you. Thank you. Yes. So good to see you too. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday and we'll Thank be you. looking forward to seeing what else is next for you. All right. Sounds good. Bye biz. Take care. Bye. All right. Cool. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, please leave us a review. We greatly appreciate that. And we'll see you bitches next Monday. Bye.